0: Uh, it's hard for me to be like go watch this right now because i don't know if you should (laughs) yeah watch it later
1: hey everyone welcome back to the third episode of netflix roulette today i am joined by first cut's very own andres so um Andres, for those of you who don't know, is a host on The Meaning of Podcast, and uh, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm the host of The Meaning of Podcast, as you just said. Uh, (laughs) I do videos with RB3 and Sabrina, my two friends, on First Cut, our YouTube channel. Uh, I've been in the Hollywood industry for the past five years, working behind the scenes as a writer, associate producer... PA, AD, whatever you want to do, I'll do it. I'm that utility knife that everyone likes to have. Uh, And I like movies and Netflix. And what kind of genres do you usually go for? Ooh, uh, sci-fi, adventure action, Uh, superhero is not really a genre on Netflix, but I type in superhero sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And anime.
1: Very cool. So, have you been watching a lot of anime during quarantine?
0: Uh, I've been trying to. I've I've been jumping between different animes. Uh, Promising Neverland, to like rewatching the old animes, Attack on Titan, as you can see there, mm-hmm. uh, and w- trying to keep up with new ones that come out as well. But it's it's a it's a lot.
1: Yeah, I could definitely just see myself watching TV for like twenty four hours straight because in quarantine. The perception of time is faulty, and shows are kind of one of the best escapes, I think um, to sort of get outside your head and sort of forget about all the little issues that are that are going on and trying to stay present and all that. Um, yeah. I know that I'm held up with my family. you said you're held up with your family too
0: yeah, yeah, currently quarantined with with the whole with the whole family so is so that like
1: is that like a bunch of different Netflix profiles?
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> this has been an issue uh, for me. Yeah. Uh, for me, I usually have like my, my time slots, uh-huh. of, like two in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> when everyone's gone uh, to watch my stuff, because uh, otherwise it has to appease everyone. Um, what's, like, what's something
1: that you found is like uh, worked for everyone? Is, there, is that possible?
0: Oh, yes. Uh, it is a show called The Crown. On Netflix, nice. <laughs> which is a show that I love and my entire family loves, uh, and we can just go back and rewatch that anytime.
1: That's great. My mom was suggesting that, um, but we actually dove into Tiger King McMillions, um, into like the crime documentary thing. It's sort of working wow. for everyone. And then I, I like sneak off on my own and watch Devs on Hulu for like ten hours straight. Hey,
0: that's my show right now. I love Devs. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's so good. Highly recommend Devs. I know this is Netflix Roulette, but those of you who have a Hulu subscription, definitely check out Devs. Uh, Can't speak high enough about it. Um, I hope we find something just as interesting today on Netflix Roulette. (laughs) You can only hope. Um, What are some things on Netflix that you watch or some of your favorite Netflix originals?
0: Uh, I mentioned The Crown yeah, uh, a Netflix original. I'm an old school House of Cards guy. So when that first came in, me too. That was like the first. That's what actually got me on Netflix. I've told the story before, but I I got that free trial for Netflix just to watch House of Cards because oh, I loved nice. that trailer, and then I just kept it, and I was like, you know what? I'm keeping it. Uh, but House of Cards, I'm an old school G with uh, with House of Cards. Uh, what's another one that I love? Oh, the Netflix Marvel stuff, Daredevil. Totally, freaking Luke Cage. That was uh, a whole oh, era. Oh yeah, I love those shows. I love mm-hmm. all those shows. Even I even slightly kind of enjoyed Iron Fist, <laughs> <laughs> even though no one else stayed.
1: I my uh, favorite out of all those was definitely Luke Cage. Um, I couldn't really get into Daredevil. I I like Jessica Jones. Um, oh,
0: Jessica Jones was so good.
1: Yeah, um, I hope they bring those back because I feel like those have disappeared a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, supposedly they're going to be buried uh, because it's part of the old school. It's not, it wasn't the MCU Marvel, Disney Marvel. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so they're, they're supposed to be buried out of existence now. <laughs> Yikes. <Yeah. laughs> Yikes.
1: That's sad. Yeah. Um. All right, well, we'll just jump right into it, Um. see what we get, and um, go from there. So I'll share my screen. Great. So... For those of you who are new here, basically how Netflix Roulette works is Andres or any guest will give me uh, a bunch of random numbers that will be our genre code. And the genre codes are usually three or four digits. So we're gonna keep putting in random numbers um, that will hopefully give us something good. And um, what do you think your first random code is gonna be? uh andres
0: ooh okay so i have my fingers crossed i hope it's good uh let's go with 8689
1: 8689 no matching titles found darn oh no try again how <laughs> about 1829 one, eight, two, nine. And do these numbers have any significance or? Not at all. <laughs> okay. Well, we got, uh, oh, whoa! <laughs> we landed on war tearjerkers, um, which I guess is sad war movies. <laughs> yeah. um, and it looks like there's only one movie in the category, which is called there The we Pianist. Go.
0: This is an Oscar movie.
1: <laughs> I'm excited. I've never seen it. Have you seen it?
0: I have, yeah, but it's been literally forever. I think I was too small to remember it.
1: That makes sense, considering it came out in 2002. Yes. Uh, looks like it's two hours, 28 minutes long. Not Ooh. the longest, not the shortest.
0: No, it's perfect.
1: Um, and the, the logline is famed Polish pianist. Uh, uh,
0: I <laughs> say that. Uh, v- Waldis wo- v- Spielsman.
1: Yes, Waldi Svitsman struggles to survive the onslaught of Nazi tyranny during World War II in this drama based on his memoirs. So it's based on a real man's memoirs from Nazi Germany. That's cool.
0: Wow, there you go.
1: Um, looks like it's a 56% match for my algorithm. Um, winner of three Oscars, including Best Director for Roman Plansky and Best Actor for Adrian Brody.
0: There you go. I'm excited i i am i am too This it's been a minute so i mean what better to watch than a war tearjerker right now? yeah yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's just what we need to lift our spirits
0: nazi germany
1: yeah all right so uh we'll be back with you guys in a minute after watching the pianist and we'll let you know if it's trash or something you should check out see you guys soon Poland, maybe the whole world. No one plays Chopin like you. Well, that's a compliment.
0: By order of the governor of the Warsaw district, it will be created a Jewish district in which all Jews will have to reside. If you prick us, do we not bleed? If you tickle us, do we not laugh? If you poison us, do we not die? if you wrong us so we not revenge wow dude that was heavy uh yeah <laughs> uh that is a, a that is pretty dark that is pretty uh pretty pitch black I was yeah. looking for hope every single second of this movie. And I was like, all right, this is the scene where he's gonna f fu- nope, 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 someone else died. Nope, even
1: nope. up to the last minute when he when the peop- when the Russian soldiers think he's German, uh, you know, he, he survived that whole that whole way and then even at the end
0: they're like So we could spoil, right?
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Uh, okay, so when that scene happened, I was like, the movie's gonna end with this guy getting shot by the rush <laughs> and i'm gonna laugh so hard because it's literally just a pain fest mm-hmm. of disasters and then he just dies at the end i would just be like oh my god <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that would have been crazy i like the ending though it was sweet um yeah to the point you know um but it's
0: literally the last like two minutes of the movie i was like oh my god this is two and a half hours of destruction and horror and just darkness
1: yeah i loved how so this was my first time seeing it actually and i think this is one of the best depictions of the holocaust on film that i've seen because it's so visceral like um i really appreciated the slow build-up from every it started out with everyday life um getting interrupted by like the war and then you know slowly but surely following this one guy's experience this one guy's experience separating from his family you know getting moved to different neighborhoods being put in the ghettos like I think the way that they showed like the slow takeover was really really powerful
0: yeah no it's really well done well shot I mean I I mean Mm -hmm. obviously this is an Oscar movie but every frame in this movie is like super super well shot um yeah absolutely i mean the fact that they really made a a point to show you the the armband uh style and the ghettos and the way that it slowly descended into like just basically a place for for jewish people to die like there was literally we're just putting you here to die to starve to death and just a slow yeah the characters
1: realizing that was like really creepy like scary it was like by the end of it Warsaw was like an apocalypse wasteland and you know it's like the war it's like out of all the things that can cause an apocalypse like it was literally human beings like insanity like literally caused this you know total total destruction and it's just like it's tragic that this was a real man's story you know like that's something that I kept having to remind myself of throughout the whole movie is that this guy um, Spielman was like a real real man and these were his experiences
0: yeah I mean it's really I think this is a movie about just a conversation of I, I don't know I'm curious to hear your thoughts on on the whole I almost feel like this mini genre that we touched upon that only had one movie happens to be a genre that is made into movies like did you see I forget Uh, it's the Angelina Jolie debut feature film. Unbroken. Did you see Unbroken?
1: I didn't see Unbroken. What's that about? Okay
0: it's about it's similar it's it's about a soldier who get who becomes a prisoner of war in the japanese camps Mm. um and he basically just gets tortured for two and a half hours jesus uh and and it's 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 a true story and it's supposed to be that kind of style of movies that is like uplifting and it's like look at this really sad story and then at the last five minutes of the movie you're gonna see like the ray of hope Mm -hmm. um but I feel like that's almost a genre that happens nowadays. Like, I thought of that movie. Um, I, I almost feel like there's like so Joker many of these.
1: Was like yeah, yeah,
0: where it's just, like, dark, 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 dark hope. And you're just like, dude, it's not enough hope.
1: Yeah, and that's, like, how it really was, you know? It's, like, the power of the human will to get through these, like, insane situations. Um, yeah,
0: it's almost like one of those one-time watch movies where you're just like, all right, I'm seeing this and I'm good. And it really is the type of movie that you really have to be in a mood to watch. This is not a like chill Netflix and just relax and turn something on yeah i mean
1: i would definitely recommend everyone see it i don't know if this is the best time for your i was gonna say maybe state. not now <laughs> yeah maybe if you're not trying to go into a depressive state maybe but i think it is historically important i think that it's a masterpiece um it's that de- if you if you don't know this story definitely look into it um but yeah what would you give it on a- um ace's tomatoes like uh out of 100 percent
0: oh out of 100 uh i'll give it a good 92 92
1: yeah yeah probably fall around the same i think yeah i think like 90 to anywhere from 90 to 100 is valid (laughs) yeah (laughs) opinion um let's look at some reviews online though yeah let me share my desktop Okay, so Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 95%. Oh, damn. FDB gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Okay. Like we said, it won the the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay, and um, the, the lead actor won uh, the Oscar that year, too. Yeah, Brody. Yeah, it looks like it won a bunch of awards. Look at that. That's crazy. Definitely deserved yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Oscars love body transformations and that guy like lost a lot of weight. I was like, oh my God.
1: Yeah, I was tiny. um, I was reading a little bit about that um, during the movie because I was curious and it was saying that he went through like a total transformation. He lost his girlfriend, his apartment, like it was a total like life takeover for him for that role and it paid off
0: yeah i i, I kind of want to ask you something uh i don't know if that's okay yeah for sure uh the scene where where the german again i apologize if i'm i don't think it's a spoiler necessarily but it might be where the german soldier at the end helps him out yeah at the end am i almost kind of like i've been through two hours of just torture that i was like bro i uh, you're, it's not enough, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> like no. I was like, bro, if if you if you want me to be grateful, like I, I, like I get it, he was grateful, but I don't think I was like, dude, I don't know if I could be grateful. In uh, the scene where he's like, dude, help me, and I'd be like, nah, bro. <laughs> where he tells his friend to like help him out, like yeah. go tell your friend, help me out, uh, and I was like, oh, nah, dude. Nah. I mean, you gave me some bread, thanks, but. You did you the still... bare minimum, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, that was my thought, but but again, the the framing in the movie is that you know this guy is like he owes everything to this guy. But to me, I was like, oh.
1: I think what I took away from that is that it was kind of showing the the side of history that's that's true, but overshadowed that there were some few German soldiers that had. A heart and like helped where they could, but again, you know, I think that thematically it was just sort of another like way of him surviving. I don't think that it definitely like in any way forgives you know what the German soldiers as a unit like did, um immorally and um violently, but yeah, I think that that moment was like. I mean, I'm assuming that it's a true moment, too, you know, and I think that it's important to shine a light on that true moment. But I don't think that, like, if that's what the movie was intending for it to sort of, um, you know, give these German soldiers any sort of sympathy. I don't I don't think that I I don't think that that came through for me. No, no.
0: It did not come through for me. I was like, cool, bro. Yeah. no (laughs) No, it's still not enough
1: and even when he was playing the piano for him i was like these these guys are such like insane sociopaths like i it's it's just like the way that they were treating human beings like animals is just uh on full display and it's disgusting
0: yeah i i was definitely curious what was going to happen in that scene but when he was like oh cool stay in the attic i was yeah. like really <laughs> you you can't get me somewhere else or something else like if you're such a high commanding general can you like smuggle me out or just like put me somewhere else i don't know right
1: right the scene, yeah
0: the scene where he's like oh by the way the russians are right over there and i'm like good i hope the russians come and shoot you yeah. <laughs> that's it's what sort of, i thought yeah. it's
1: sort of like i felt that it was also like showcasing that like as the war grew on in the german uh The germans got weaker that the german soldiers themselves were actually starting to like come out of this hive mind of like violence and sort of starting to think for themselves and the fact that they're actually at risk now and they don't have all this un unchecked power you know it's uh, yeah absolutely uh, that was crazy i thought that it was really fascinating though that like it did follow a pianist because it kind of showed like the perseverance of art through all of all tragedy you know like that's kind of what kept him going it kept him alive and I think that on a minuscule scale now that's something that I think a lot of people are turning to in quarantine is just staying staying sane through art and keeping your identity through art
0: oh yeah absolutely I mean that's the one of the first things the Germans did notoriously is like take away all the art and keep it for themselves or just burn it and just get rid of it. And like at the end, the violin player, when he's like, you took my soul when you took my violin, I was like, yo, that's deep. Uh, right, Cause yeah. that's, that's, that's an interesting perspective that it's not just m- the way of living. It's, it's literally my life. Uh, so yeah, that was powerful.
1: That was really powerful. Um, what did you think about the way that they showed the violence in this movie? the way that it was super visceral and just like straight up, they didn't obscure any sort of gunshots or deaths or anything?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, this was, uh, it was a lot to handle if I'm being honest. I mean, the scene where uh, he's outside of his uh, living space where he's living and then the shooting outside starts to happen and it slowly descends into like, they're bombing that building. Uh, And the, the tank, I think it's that shot of like him looking outside the window and the camera doesn't move. And you just slowly see the tank pull up and turn super slow and just blast into the buildings. That was the shot that killed me because I was like, oh, like you can tell this guy is like trying to show you what it would look like if I was living in that situation, and I was like, that is Yeah, I love crazy. the way that they
1: showed the the fights on the street from the upper window that, perspective. And it was always and the it, same shot. Yeah, almost like a, a God's perspective of like, it almost, from how far up the can, camera was, it sort of like made all the fighting scene almost like foolish and like, almost like they were just like ants on the street, like fighting over crumbs, you know, and I think that, definitely achieved its effect in that like fighting is like violence is not the answer (laughs) you know
0: yeah absolutely yeah it was literally uh, probably my favorite part of the movie is the way he shot that angle because you saw a lot of horrific stuff from that same angle because there was they shoot like a lady as she's running away and i was like oh my god like it was a pretty horrific way to show violence
1: yeah yeah like all the gunshots stuck like stuck with me super chilling um um what were some other highlights for you for me i think a lot of the scenes were masterfully crafted i think that um one scene in particular that was a big highlight um emotionally was when they're all waiting to get on the train and the one guy's trying to say we should fight we should fight and then they all get on the train but he gets separated like that scene for me was like an emotional peak for sure
0: yeah I mean uh, to me I think it was towards the second act of the movie or the start of the second act where they're slowly starting to realize that their apathy is just contributing to uh, the German forces I I think even his I, I think he even says it or someone says it where he's like bro like you guys are so apathetic to what they're doing to us uh and that scene you know what it was it was the scene where they were shooting everyone in the in the street and they had him in on their hands and just face down and he was shooting them and he takes forever to reload right before he gets to that one guy and he's just slowly like taking his time and the guys just stay there like oh yeah I'm ready to die and I'm like bro (laughs) just at least like I don't know, try, but he's just like, nope. And it takes forever. It's like literally like a minute of this guy reloading just to shoot you. And I was like, if I was, you know, going to be killed, my thought would be like, well, at least I can take this guy out or at least I'll try.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, But he was so
0: committed to like, I'm going to die, that he waited the full minute for him to reload before shooting him.
1: Yeah. It's... The way that they use time is really um, powerful, too. I think that, like, because they, they skip, you know, months at a time at some point. I think they even skip a year um, into the future. And none of those time jumps seem jarring to me. And then when they left shots really long and let things play out, that was also super powerful. So, you know, great movie overall. Super depressing, yeah. though. <laughs>
0: it was a little it was a little depressing uh it's hard for me to be like go watch this right now because i don't know if you should
1: (laughs) yeah watch it later it's definitely a movie i think everyone should see at some point yeah um but i think you have to be in like the right state of mind to jump into this
0: yeah this is definitely not a turn on netflix and see this kind of movie right now
1: yeah it definitely falls into the the category you picked which uh was wartime tearjerkers and (laughs) that's um, exactly what it was that's exactly what it was folks so um that's our review for uh the pianist 2002 directed by roman Polanski. okay so um that will do it for this week's episode ace where can we find you on social media
0: yeah, you can find me at Squad Leader Ace on Twitter and Instagram, and obviously my channel First Cut, uh, First Cut TMO on the socials and First Cut our YouTube channel. You can subscribe there.
1: All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time on Netflix Roulette. Hey. <laughs>